0: Boat Trader is America's largest boating marketplace with over 100,000 boats to choose from. We offer simple, comprehensive solutions for those looking to sell, find, and finance new or used boats. Visit BoatTrader.com to get started.
1: This segment is brought to you by Jigmaster Jigs. When in doubt, get the jig out. Use promo code PNF20 to save 20% off your jig order.
2: Hello and welcome back to the Paddle and Fin Podcast. Happy New Year's to all you wonderful listeners out there in the ether. I'm Brian. And I'm Jay. And it's Ricketts. Ricketts. Yeah, buddy. You boys have a good break, good Christmas.
0: It was nice, man. It was kind of low-key this year, which I enjoyed a lot. Yeah. You know, after a busy year, low-key is nice, but it, it was fun family time's good my wife's been sick she got that bug she's been sick for two weeks going man so oh man hers was a little miserable but mine was pretty good that's good that's good yeah are you guys holding
2: up dude i tell you what man we took this two-week break on podcasts and i'd like get home at night like don't i have something to do i'm like (laughs) oh yeah i don't have any podcast to edit upload none of that stuff so it was kind of nice to just reset hang with the fam and uh yeah you know just just enjoy some 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 home quality time you guys doing <laughs> the fishing no 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 i did dude 60 something
0: degree day me and my son were out hiking yeah we slinging baits we didn't catch crap but we were out there slinging them you know
2: well so. i hate you so <laughs> yeah pretty much well i know uh i know sam jones And a bunch of Indiana guys, a couple guys from Illinois, they all went down, met up at Newton the day after Christmas because it was like 60 degrees and I'm at work getting text messages of fish pics and I'm like, jeez, I hate my life right now. (laughs) (laughs) But, you know, it is what it is. I'm glad those guys got out, man, because I would have definitely taken advantage for sure. But Yeah. Yeah, man. So we're going to start the season off with a banger here um i want to just uh point out real quick too is i put i put a post up on uh facebook yesterday we're recording this new year's day um and i put a post up uh to see who could guess the first guest of the 2020 uh first podcast back in 2020 and uh the guest we have on tonight we'll we'll get to in a second but the guest one of his hometown state guys uh actually guessed it um mr reese melvin so shout out to him but i wanted to point that out is you guys should you know if you're not following us on social media definitely do that so reese is getting a a fresh new paddle and fin hat in the black like jay is wearing so um i like black yeah, yeah, it's slick. Gray ain't too bad either. But it ain't uh, too bad at all. But uh, yeah, so you know, 2020, we're gonna work on doing some more, you know, giveaway stuff, whether it be paddle and fin, something from one of the show's supporters, something like that. So, you know, just wanted to point out, guys and gals, to uh, pay attention to the social media. But like I said, we wanted to start out 2020 with a positive vibe. So who better? <laughs> who better? than my man, J.D. DeRozier, in the house with us this evening. (laughs) 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 And uh, he's a a repeat guest. Uh, You know, we talked to him, it it was about a year ago, I think, right? I think it was like uh, last February, we talked to J.D. for the first time. And then uh, we had him back on the one-year anniversary podcast. He kicked us off with that, so... I figure what better way than to kick off 2020 on a high note with uh, with J.D. If you guys don't know J.D., definitely follow this man on social media. Um, J.D. is a guy, you know, I know Ricketts, you put out a post uh, last night about like mentors and stuff. And, uh, you know, Aaron Steiger, one of, one of your mentors, dude. And I tell you what, man, uh, J.D. is a guy I reached out to a long time ago. Um, talking about some stuff and and I've always looked at him as kind of a mentor in a mentorish way you know he does things on a positive note uh, professional manner things like that so I just want to say thank you to JD for you know helping me out through some of my times man and that's the thing like I think a lot of people get away from that in in the kayak fishing community man there's so many helpful people out there um, that you can reach out to and I know you know, when I first reached out to JD, I was like, "I don't know this dude. Should I hit send?" Like, <laughs> and I hit send, dude, and he replied back, and he was like, "Yo, bro, man, absolutely. I'll answer whatever questions you got." And um, that was kind of cool because that was one of the first experiences I had reaching out to somebody I didn't know, and uh, JD was very welcoming on that. So I think that kind of describes who he is uh, in a good way. But uh, JD. Welcome back, my man.
3: Thank you, thank you. I really appreciate the kind words and the opportunity to be back on Pilot N podcast and to hang out with you guys.
1: Yeah, man. Hey, you, to, you
0: need to stop you know, pointing those guns at
3: me, bro. Good
0: lord. You've been working <laughs> out, son? You make me...
1: What is that immediate? Go ahead, yeah, I'm gonna Jesus.
0: reactivate my crunch fitness right now. J.D.'s yeah. got the gun show, rat-a-tat-tatted, sticking them huge fives yeah. all up in my face right now. God, he's, a lot he's like, I, my wife he's, don't see those, man. You're bald-headed. <laughs> of course me.
1: He, he's, like, he's like, oh, that's right. I'm going to be on the podcast. Oh, I'm going to put on the tight one today. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'm going to put on yeah.
4: five.
2: <laughs> well, oh, man,
4: swole,
0: dude. You've been working out or What?
2: Well, yeah, he's got a busted foot, so he's got to sit around just doing curls, man. He can't work the legs. Curls for the girls. Good Lord, son.
3: (laughs) (laughs) You, having the foot, trying to get it back right. Ankle. It's been a long road. It's the longest I've actually ever been down with an injury. So, trying to stay mentally focused and physically. Yeah, yeah.
2: You had a. you had a climbing accident, right? You were climbing and, and messed up your ankle? Yeah. Yeah.
3: yeah, I fell. So I was bouldering, and I fell from uh, about 12 feet mm. and landed on the very edge of the crash pad. And when I did the ankle bone, touched the ground, and made a god-awful pop. Oh. I rolled up in a ball for about five minutes and finally got my crap together. Luckily, I had a, a close friend there with me, and he got me to my truck, and I drove home, and, Immediately went to the doctor. It took him about, uh, let's say, 11 days to fully diagnose the injury, which is uh, was a severe sprain, but I tore ligaments on both sides of the ankle. Oof. So luckily no surgery, just a lot of physical therapy. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. What is bouldering? You said bouldering? Yeah. It's like sea climbing. Yeah? Under 14 feet. Yeah. Oh, dang. Nah, not me.
2: Good for you, though. Well, I mean, 14 feet for Ricketts. Ricketts is so short. 14 feet seems like 140. Eiffel Tower, bro. <laughs>
4: uh,
2: my wife wheels, when she wears
0: heels, dude, I got to get a stepladder. Just give her a kiss. You know? paping being short,
1: dude. Oh, By wait. the way, tell this scarecrow I got his money. <laughs> <laughs>
2: oh man oh man well i'm glad you're healing up man uh i know i've been following along watching watching your road to recovery on that man so hopefully you're healed up soon and you can get back out there in the kayak and rip it up a little bit you know
4: i broke my
0: tailbone that never healed that was that's been over a year ago i was riding i got into mountain biking right i'll tell you a story i'll make it quick because it's kind of funny so you know my buddies i rode real motorcycles with right And he's like, dude, you got to get a mountain bike and it's great. You know, get you in great shape. Hi, cool, man. You know, everything I do, I go all in. And if I hate it, I'll sell it. If I love it, I'll keep it. Right. So I went all in. I got this nice, fancy mountain bike and I was riding through around here. There's like so many mountain bike trails that you can go to. Sure. And, And so I was at this local one. It was like November and it was East Fork mountain bike trail out here surrounds East Fork Lake, which is a real nice fishing lake around here. And I wasn't going that fast. It was just getting dark, you know, bikes all set up for me perfectly And a mountain bike. When it's set up perfectly for you, your feet, when you're on a seat, your feet can't touch the ground. Right? So it's, it's meant on pedals, whatever that doesn't matter. So I'm riding at a moderate pace, man. My buddy's right on my heels leaves on the ground front tire hits a root. Right. I'm five foot eight, y'all. Ain't no way in hell I'm touching that ground regardless, right? The only thing that kept me from falling off that bike was the bike is the front of the bike seat, the, the pointy part. It rammed halfway inside me, and I'm going 20 <laughs> miles an hour down the trail. And the only thing keeping me from, from falling <clears> off, <throat> off the seat was the seat, right? And my feet were off the pedals, and I'm, you know, 220 pounds, dude. I'm hitting every bump going down this trail on my butt, on the seat. It was terrible. I got off that bike, and I was puked to pass out at the same time. I never felt so violated and hurt in my entire <laughs> life, and it hasn't been right since, man. So <laughs> I sold that freaking mountain bike three months after that. I was done. Yeah. Mountain bike, not for me. Yeah, Climate boulders, nope. Good for you, man. Not for me.
2: And that bike didn't even take you to dinner and a movie
0: first. Didn't even kiss me on the mouth. Just show me what's up. Oh, you want to get mountain biking, bro? Okay, I got you. All All I heard was fiddles, and there was love making, and I've been sore ever since.
2: (laughs) Oh, Jesus, man. Welcome to 2020, y'all. Rick has got
0: molested by a mountain bike. Here you go.
2: (laughs) Oh, man. Well... Yeah, I'd say that's a, that's a little worse than JD's story, you know, but uh, yeah, I don't even know what to say to that. Can't say nothing to it. It just hurts, man. It's, you know.
4: <laughs> Well, the first time,
2: right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> third
0: fourth time, it was fun, but
4: we're going to go down the road. Yeah. yeah, road yeah, yeah we're... All, right, oh,
2: all right. You turn. All right. So, anyways, I'm, I'm done. I won't, I won't I'm driving drunk I right now. Don't worry. <laughs> <laughs> well let, let's let's jump into into the you know like I said we wanted to start off on a positive vibe JD's one of the most positive guys we you know I know personally and uh one thing we wanted to talk about if you guys are following JD um, every Friday he does a thing called positive vibes in uh, music and positive vibes right yes and uh it's pretty cool man I always feel bad because I'm always like a half hour late. But he live streams it. It's up on his Facebook page, man, and and I think it's just a good message. Um, John Jackson participates in this, and and who else? There's one other guy, right? Todd West. Todd West. That's it. Um, how so, did you- how did how did you guys get started doing this? I mean, what what was your thought process on you know basically kicking this off, man?
3: So uh, the way we we did it is Todd. Um, I would say a year and a half or so ago, he was he was doing it solo, and when I met Todd and started hanging out with him, I always told him, "I was like, dude, you're a nut because you're just so transparent on your music, and you're so hilarious." I said, "You know, if you if you ever kick it back up, I want to get in on it." He's like, "Well, shoot, what are we waiting on?" And I was like, "Okay, let's do it." And I reached out to John Jackson, and I wanted to try to cover huge area. So John's in Washington State, Todd's in Georgia, and I'm in South Carolina. So we just do it, and hopefully every week we all three share, but sometimes we miss it. Sometimes they pick up the slack. Sometimes I do. Um, And we just do it because one, we want to spread the the positive message. We want to do it no matter if one person's on or if there are 100 people watching it. And we just want to interact with people while we're on there. Um, A few of the times that I've done it, I've asked the audience what they wanted to hear. Um, So that's changed it up. Yes, I play a ton of reggae online because I'm reggae to the core. Uh, Todd, he'll play a wide variety of music, which is super cool. Um, I've played some bluegrass or newgrass. I've played some folk music. I've played some stuff from Australia. But predominantly, it's reggae. And uh, John Jackson, he plays a little bit of folk, a whole lot of crazy underground hip-hop. And he'll play a lot of electronic music, too. Nice. But it's, it's a good, diverse group. And we just feel that we just want to spread love and you know get rid of the hate of the world. And we're just trying to add our little two cents in by doing that.
2: I dig it, man. Yeah, I know uh one time when I did catch it live you you know you mentioned uh asking the audience. I think it was I think you played Gary Clark Jr., which badass blues guitarist if you don't know him. But you were like instrumental or or the actual track and I was like instrumental. I'm all about instrumentals, dude. And you you were like, "All right, Brian called it. We're listening to the instrumental." So, it was cool, man. I dig it, you know. Um and not only that but like like you said man you you try to change it up between different genres of music and and things like that and you know i used to listen to reggae back in the day um and there was a band you recently uh had on there and we kind of connected on that and that was the elevators and uh dude i tell you what man i've been jamming that non-stop my wife gets in the truck and she's like again like didn't we listen to this a hundred times already? I was like, yeah, but it's good, you know. So it's kind of funny, man. I dig it. And I know I've caught a couple of uh John's John uh John's live streams as well, man. And like you said, man, I think it just it's a nice way to kick the weekend off on a positive note when guys are getting ready and gals are getting ready to go out, hit the water, you know, enjoy the weekend, whatever they may have coming up, things like that, man. So I appreciate yeah. it. So thank you.
3: Yeah, yeah, absolutely. We're going to keep it rolling and, you know, keep keep spreading the message. And well,
2: if you guys sure. ever
3: want in, just say, hey, I was back, getting, I'll get in
2: on it. I was going to say, if you need a guy in the Midwest, hit me up. No
3: doubt. Yeah, sure. That's pretty killer,
0: man. Especially with everything that goes on in the kayak community today because it seems like it's taken a very dramatic turn, and I mean dramatic, you know. it's
4: yeah.
0: it, uh Which I think what you're doing is going to make it turn back to what it should be. Fun and exciting and low key and you know fun is is the emphasis on this. We're not
2: we're not in this not to have fun. So, well, that's exactly. what, that's one of the things you know I wanted to uh, why I wanted to have JD on man and and he put a post out uh, a couple days ago and uh, I'm gonna read through this real quick just to just to kind of preference everything. This year and decade is coming to an end, and I'm excited to see what journeys and adventures await around the next corner. I love change and adapting to new situations, and I've chosen a path, a path of positive living, offering a helping hand, and being transparent. No drama, no fake or rude folks from here on out. Too many people have a negative motive, and they're all about themselves. I absolutely can't get down with this. And one of many reasons I've made some life changing moves for good. Be light to this world. It's a way of life. Dude. I mean, if that's not positive and in, in a good way to look at it, man, I, I don't I don't know what is. And you know, before we started here, we were talking about it, you know. Um like like Rickett said, man, there's just so many dramatic things going on in this small little community you know when i got into the community it was like everybody was like family everybody wanted to help each other out now it's just like you got people getting upset and like over the stupidest stuff like who's fishing kbf who's fishing hobie (laughs) who's fishing out of this boat who's fishing i mean who cares we're just all out there on the water having Mm -hmm. a good time man and and i think that's the big key right there you know And like I said, in, in, in JD's post right there, he was talking about lending a helping hand and that's why I preference that at the beginning. You know, I reached out to JD and, uh, he answered some questions that I had and in return, you know, by doing this podcast, I know both of you guys have had conversations with, you know, listeners, people you run into on the water, things like that, where, you know, they're asking you questions, man. And it's all about just helping each other out and having Mm -hmm. a a better experience out there and enjoying what we all do in these, you know, there's little plastic boats guys, you know, that's so all I, it
0: is. JD, your message is so good, man. And you know, and I did, I didn't see that until just now your, your post, right. <clears throat> the first time, but, but last night before midnight, uh, before I made my post, I actually sent out text to people and the texts were apology text, you know, and one of the first guys I sent one out to Zach Carell, right? So early in the year, Zach and I had a falling out. I could have handled some things differently. I sent him a text. I said, listen, man, um, I could have handled some things differently. And I'm sorry for the things that went down. You know, I hold myself responsible for that. Some, I, I could have done some some things different. He He immediately sent me a text back and said the same thing. He goes, I'm not going in 2020, not your friend. I said, I agree. You know, and then I sent a few texts out to some people who burnt me, you know, burnt me bad, too. And I said, hey, you know, sorry how things went down. I'm sorry that I did not see this coming. You know what I mean? Like, am I sorry that they burnt me? I'm sorry I wasn't smart enough to see it coming. You know sure, what I mean? But sure. I'm not carrying any baggage. I'm not carrying any drama. I'm not carrying anything going in 2020 in this sport because I got into this six years ago because it was fun. And it's, you know, the next year is six years are going to be fun or I'm out. You know, I'm not going to, I'm not going to waste any drama. No, no feelings. You know, I, I met a lot of good friends here and, and you know, uh, you know, I love my friends. I'm a little with my friends. Somebody messes with, with Brian or Jay, I'm going to smack the crap out of them. You know, it's just how it is. Yeah. From a step stool. From a Dude. step stool.
1: <laughs> I was like, so. I was like, he's opening the door. I'm like, yeah. oh, Brian's there already. Hey, it's all love, man. No. No, I I think that's
2: great, dude. I mean, you know, it's life is too short, man, you know, and it's I I mean, for what? You know, like to to spend all your time and you know, I'll be the first to admit, man, sometimes I get drawn into that crap, you know, because I'm trying to pay attention to what's going on in the kayak fishing world. Having this podcast kind of got to do that. But it it got to the point a couple weeks ago where it just, I'll be honest, and I haven't even had this conversation with Jay or or, or Ricketts, is it turned me off. Like, I was just like, what the hell is happening right now, you know? Like, I don't even want to think about a kayak or kayak fishing or none of this. Just just all the negativity going on. And, you know, uh, I was turned to my man JD for positivity, man. and And that's the thing, like... You know, and I, I started sitting there thinking, like, what can we do different? How do we change this? You know what I mean? And that's part of my focus going forward in 2020, you know. Uh, I'm I'm pretty in line with my man over there, JD, and it's just like, you know, let, let's build this in a positive way instead of making... You know, that's the thing, too, is, you know, kayak fishing is exploding, and you get people that are new to the sport coming into it and then they start seeing all this negative crap and they're like what the hell am i getting into you know and then they're like turning around and selling their boat like rickett sold his mountain bike because they feel like they just took it in the rear you know right (laughs) right (laughs) did you
0: know one of the besides jd one of the most anti dramatic kayak fishermen out there he used to be on our podcast johnny graves
2: yeah absolutely He does
0: not buy into the drama, and you know he really enjoys running, rolling solo too. Sure, because it takes him out of that. But if you ever talk to John, it's all positivity. Yeah, absolutely. You know, he reminds me so much of JD because the same way with him too. You know, it's and I'm sure there's days that's tough. I mean, everybody's human beings, man. It's tough to be positive every day, and 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 sometimes you have to push through the negativity to find the positivity, but. Uh, you know, you, you, JD and John Graves, both are absolutely. masters. You guys are Jedi masters when it comes to that. I mean, I'm, I definitely look up to you both. Sometimes I get mad. And I'm just like, dude. Well,
1: I mean, you, you gotta look at it too. It's, you know, times are different these days. I think first and foremost, you gotta remember why you got an efficient. Yeah.
4: Yeah. You absolutely. Know, <clears throat>
1: and why you enjoy being out there and then, you know, build on that. All this other stuff with social media It's all extra. And yeah, there's a ton of negativity out there. There's still some good people, you know. Absolutely. And and as Brian knows, I mean, I have taken many steps back. Yeah. Like I am, you know, every now and then I'm just not as active. I I have to do a cleansing. I'd be honest with you, I really just don't enjoy social media anymore at all.
2: Yeah. I just
1: don't. Uh, I just feel better not being connected to it. Yeah. You know, but I'm still in there. You know, it's yeah. just like, but I have to be careful, too, because you do, you know, you get affected by some of the things that come by. And, you know, you just got to remember it's, you know, everybody's got a voice now. Yeah. You know, yeah. and everybody deserves to have a voice, but it's not always the best thing. Yeah, <laughs> you know? right, right. right. You know, I mean, right. so, but I mean, you know, you got to take care for what it is and you just got to be careful. It's, you know, and, and and I'd be lying if I didn't call Brian, you know, a couple times being like, dude, mm. I'm like totally going nuts in the head right now about a lot of stuff and it's like yeah. you know just because the influence from the outside world and you're letting it soak in and like i said you know it just takes you have to be like okay i'm gonna take a break i'm gonna get away from all this and just kind of relax and just remember where i'm supposed where i came from why i'm in this and why i'm going to continue doing it um and just so what do you not... do to relax me
0: yeah like what's <laughs> your you are you a meditator or are you uh yeah the I'm other
1: end. <laughs> no i mean you know it well you know it a lot of my interests don't I mean a, a great deal of interest lies in fishing of course but you know I'm also an archer you know um you know back a little bit back further for my heavier dice I was uh you know as a mountain biker you know too I mean I was racing for a little bit um you know it's I, I like being outside you know hanging with my kids you know it's uh you know I don't know I just try to get some peace out of it you know and it's funny man when you get like past 40 you start like really like you know mm-hmm. the the spirituality of things makes more sense, like the discovery of like different frequencies and mm-hmm. you know how that you know affects your overall being and I'm sure j d knows about that kind of stuff and um you know there's did just you, like, i don't know
2: did you just call j d old just called him old bro <coughs> uh, <laughs>
1: Wait a second! I know JD knows (laughs) about that. Yeah, all I gotta say is Atari. Atari. (laughs) (laughs) That's right. He he did make the Atari reference (laughs) earlier. Yeah, yeah. He 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 totally did it to himself. No, but I mean, you know, like I said, I mean, it's really, uh, you know, I I think a lot of this resides in the tournament community, from what I see. Absolutely. You know, uh, not you know. I'm sorry, guys. You know, nothing against any of you. It's just that you know we see it. You know, and then there's guys like me that just want to travel and see the world, you know, and and fish different species and places. And Absolutely. You know, that's where my heart lies. And then hunting as well. Like hunting will become a part of me more than it has been like this next year coming up. Um, I'll start to infuse that into, you know, either the cast or just in my Instagram or whatever. But, you know, I'm trying to just, just get back to my roots and just kind of settle down and, you know, again, you know, just simplifying things. Yeah. To just you know, just to reflect on yourself, and then what you need to do to succeed, at whatever you're doing. And I'm not trying to do anything. It's like I, I'm a realist. I'm not going to become no pro, you know, in any of this stuff. It's like, <clears throat> I mean, I'm just trying to enjoy it. I was you
2: know? waiting. If, I was I, waiting for the I old Jay Randall saying, "I'm just a hack, bro.
1: <laughs> I'm just a hack, bro." You know. But I mean, you know, if I get to help out some people along the way, which I, you know, I that's how I actually became friends with Brian. Yeah. Yeah. Scott.
2: Yeah, you through know, the podcast, and, yeah.
1: Yeah, I mean, it's that's how we became friends with him and I've always been like that it's and neat. I mean, and JD's, you know, we've we talked and Jay, me and you have obviously, you know, hung out plenty of times. So it's like you know how I am. You know, I'm a little bit more reserved but then like, you know, I come out of my shell every now and then and <laughs> you know, and do my thing and but I mean, it's just about enjoying your time. You know, yeah. I like just kicking back and relaxing and enjoying the moments and that's yeah. where I am with and that's how I get positivity out of things.
2: How about you, JD? Like, what do you do, man? When you're just like frustrated, you're at your wits' end. How do you How do you regroup, man? How you know things are starting to go negative? How do you get back into that positive light?
3: Um, there's two there's two things that I do first and foremost. One is I go and talk to my wife because she's my best friend. She knows me better than anybody in this world, and I can vent to her. I can. Lean on her, I can cry to her, and you know, she'll keep me grounded. And number two, if it's really like super bad, weighing down on me, I'll, I'll go pray about it and I'll, I'll pray for it, you know, a day or a month, whatever it takes till I hear that clear answer. Uh, and then I love to ride my bike. Yeah. Uh, three weeks before I got injured, I bought a brand new gravel bike and i was beating the snot out of that thing and it it was like a i was doing it twice a week i was rock climbing twice a week so i was in a great physical routine which helped keep my mind totally clear Mm -hmm. and then i love being outdoors like all of us Um, just today you know i went for like a three hour drive exploring new waters and i threw the line three times but i stood beside a river that I haven't seen in 15 years. And it was just like, wow, man, I could just feel it all go away instantly. Mm-hmm. And I was like, this is exactly what I needed to start off 2020. I love that.
0: Absolutely. I woke up this morning early before the wife and kids got up. We were all kind of hanging out last night, and stayed up too late, but I, I woke up early. Went and got my coffee. It's like routine. I always, even when I get a chance to sleep in, I don't want to. I want to get up. Uh, went and got the coffee. And then it took about an hour and a half drive. And all I did was explore Mouth Creek's. I'm like, I pulled up. <clears throat> I'm sitting in the Starbucks parking lot. I'm not drinking foofy drinks. I'm drinking the real deal black coffee. For you you hoity-toity.
1: You went to Starbucks?
0: It's, I, You know, hey, a Vinci Blonde Rose with some heavy whipping cream and five Stevia, bro. That's how I roll every time. right okay, there. I'll tell you this, wait, man. Wait, wait.
1: That's normal? Whipping cream is normal? Yeah. Heavy whipping cream is <laughs> no. delicious, bro. No. It's delicious. My Dude. bad. I got a I got a
2: I got a French press for Christmas, and those two bags of coffee that uh, uh, Susie sent me for yeah. the Secret Santa, almost gone, bro. The one I bag is coffee, already gone. Dude. The other one is like almost. Sorry, way off subject. Go no, ahead. no, no. You're not way off.
0: My favorite coffee is Black Rifle Coffee Company, bro.
2: Yeah.
0: Silencer smooth. If it doesn't have SS, I don't want it.
1: Well, what about Murdered Out, man? That's That's what I got at my house right now. Yeah. It's so good.
0: Blackbeard's delight is pretty good too. Shout yeah. out black rifle coffee company yes, you sir. guys ever want to come on the podcast talk about that bro yeah let's, let's make get it mad happen.
1: let's get mad best on you that,
0: dude dude. He's, <laughs> dude he's the man's man i can't you know that guy turns me on so much i can't talk about him i mean it's crazy so you know i wake up early in the morning wife and kids still asleep and I, and I was just like man this feels good i've never laid eyes on these body waters you know i keep a fishing rod and some tackle in my truck at all times it's, You know, it's there at all times, a little cheap spinning rod, but I didn't throw, you know, but I was there and I was just looking at it and I was like, okay, I want to hit this this year. I've never fished here. I've never fished here. I've never fished here. I live close to some amazing water, but I travel away from it to do the majority of my fishing, which absolutely makes no sense. Right. Sure. So 2020, I was like, I'm, I'm staying home and I'm gonna, I'm gonna try to figure my own water out. i live literally, I can hit the Ohio river with a golf ball. Yeah. And I've never, I don't think I've. I maybe touched maybe three trips off the Ohio all last year and maybe was on the actual Ohio river, maybe twice,
2: not this year. That's changing. So, yeah, man, I, you know, so (laughs) last year, you know, I, I hit the tournament scene pretty hard, started out the season with a banger and, and towards the end of the season, you know, I was having some rough times and I'm like, what, what is my deal? And I got too focused on the stupid crap, you know, AOI, uh, you know, rookie of the year, like just stupid stuff. And I'm like, what am I doing? Like, I'm supposed to be doing this to have fun and it's becoming worse than a job, yeah. right? And I had to really step back and take a look at that. I mean, don't get me wrong. I, I, I had a fun year. Uh, it was a great learning experience and stuff, but... It, it really took away from what I was doing. And with those frustrations, you know, on the tournament trail and stuff, it, it really frustrated me here on the podcast, you know, because I had the podcast to worry about. I'm worrying about tournament trails, my normal job, like life. And I'm like, what the hell am I doing, man? Mm-hmm. And I really had to break it down and evaluate, like, is this good for me? Is it healthy? Like it's, it's making me miserable and it's turning me into a if your kids are in the car, close their ears an asshole. But, you know, and it's just, you know, that wasn't me, you know, and I really had to take a step back and evaluate what the hell am I doing? You know? So, you know, like we talked about, um, I was on the podcast with Sam and Dan and Susie and we were talking about 2020 tournaments and all that stuff. And I'm like, yeah, not really fishing much, you know, like I'm going to fish some local stuff and that's basically it. You know, I want to focus on adventure, getting out there, getting, like you said, Rick, it's back to the roots, uh, focusing on media content. You know, Jay and I had a conversation about that earlier today, you know, like, You know, we talked about doing, like, overnight river trips and stuff like that. Like, Mm -hmm. that's the fun stuff, you know? Tournament stuff, you know, let's face it. Unless you're, you know, Josh Stewart, you know, Jamie Broad, Christine Fisher, you know, those kind of folks. Like, you know, you ain't going anywhere. You know? Yeah, you could work to that. Don't get me mm -hmm. wrong. Don't get me wrong. But... I don't know where I'm going with that. I don't I don't want to go yeah. down that rabbit hole. Well,
1: I, but I was gonna say too, it's like me and you had this talk before because I kinda had an epiphany like you know, as Brian said so eloquently, I'm a hack. And um you know, it, it's like I, I mean I can't compete with the guys, but you know, and everybody at that top level, which is fine, you know. I mean I can catch me some fish, you know, as far as bass go, but um you know, it it's I think tournament fishing helps you find yourself. Sure. Absolutely. And re- and really realize like what you want to do and like hey hats off to everybody that's doing that we are not discrediting you one mm-hmm. bit not right it's all. just it's just that and I know some of you are so good at tournament fishing and basically becoming machines <laughs> you know in that in that respect because you do become a machine you have to but you know it some some people just don't enjoy that and then that's fine you know it's yeah. that's that's where you guys reign and that's you know but for. A lot, you know, the the regular guys, you know, and gals, like, they want to just go hit the water and chill. Shit. I mean, I still like just falling asleep on my kayak sometimes. <laughs> like, just relaxing yeah. on the water. I mean, put the power pole down. Well, just kind of take a deep breath. Listen to everything. And just relax. Yeah. You
2: know, just chill. And I think that's what I was trying to get at, man. Like, you know, I just kind of figured out, like, tournament fishing turned me into a completely different person. And it's not for me. And it, it is for other people, mm-hmm. man. I know... You know, tournament fishing for me, it was just more about meeting people, the camaraderie. You know, like I met uh, Sam Jones, Alan Reed, Dylan Fuqua, and his old man on the road. The nights we had just sitting around rigging our equipment, talking because we camped and, you know, rented Airbnbs and stuff together, man. That's what the tournament was about for me. It wasn't about cashing a check and all that stuff. So, I mean, that's kind of what I'm getting at. Like, I enjoyed that aspect of it. And that fell away from me through the season, and I was so focused on the other crap that just shouldn't have mattered. So, I mean, that's that's kind of the thing that I'm looking at, man. I'm trying to be more positive. I don't want to fall back into that loophole and worry about qualifying for this or, you know, what are what how many AOI points I got for that? Like, that's that's just not me personally. I think it it's funny, you know, like we you know started posting all these videos on youtube and stuff of our podcasts and i went back and i was watching old videos that i did with jay you know up in uh madison chain uh bass and gill club that jay belongs to that was some fun times dude that was fun fishing me and jay just out there you know getting lines wet Mm -hmm. shooting the shit and then you know laughing and giggling like a bunch of schoolgirls about stupid stuff like that's what you know yeah. i i miss in doing you know so it's like earlier today when jay and i were talking about that on the phone and it was just like i love that i want to get back into that grassroots like where we all started you know and i think that's cool too because so going back to when i reached out to jd it, it was regarding like I think it was like paddling versus putting a trolling motor around my boat and this and that. And JD's like, do what's going to make you happy, man. It doesn't matter either way. What mm-hmm. matters is if you can catch the fish or not, dude. Just go out there and do your thing. You know, so that that's kind of how this is all coming full circle, right? Like going back to originally, you know, talking to JD's, just, dude, just go out there and do you, bro. It doesn't matter what you got on your kayak, if it's human-powered electric motor just go out there and fish you know so i think that's the great message right there is you know just go out and fish have a good time don't worry about all the other stuff you know help others out things like that i mean i don't know how you guys feel about that sure you're same way. in the same wavelength you know
0: if you if you want to be a master tournament angler that's okay if you just want to be an adventure that's okay too yeah um i like to kind of think that i'm when i set my mind to something i achieve it you know that's just something i've always done you know but uh i've never wanted to be a master tournament angler do i have potential of course i think we're human beings man you know we're only halted by our own minds and our own thoughts so if you want something, you have a desire, and you chase it, you learn it, you do it. All these great tournament anglers like we just mentioned, like Christine and, uh, you know, Siddiqui and all them guys, they wanted it. Yeah. They busted mm-hmm. their butts. They didn't stop. They overcame their obstacles, and they're masters of the universe right now in the kayak fishing community. And, and hats off to you guys. That's amazing. That may not be other people's things, and that's okay. Be an adventurer. This year, I'm doing the adventure thing. You know, overnight camping on the side of the river with my, my son and daughter, you know, things like that. That's what I'm going to focus on because last year, you know, I neglected to add them into a lot of my adventures. And I feel kind of guilty back that, about that looking back. You know, I'm looking at all these pictures. I'm like, you know, Jackson, there was a post on Jackson. Hey, we're going to make a big Instagram thing. Send me some of your favorite fishing pictures. Cool, man. I'm flipping through there. And I'm like, son of a bitch. 90% of these are without my family. Sure. Like, what did I do last year? You right. know, so that's, that's going to change this year. So, yeah. JD, what was the turning point for you, bro? Cause you used to be team bonafide. You stepped away. Correct. Correct. Um, what, what was the turning point? When did you say I'm done? When did you say enough with all this? It's JD time.
3: Yeah. So, uh, I, I was, looking back this time last year on what i accomplished in 2018 and i was like wow man I'm, i've done a lot and my goal was to get fully plugged into bonafide i wanted to work at bonafide. Um, and yes that opportunity came up but after praying about it after talking to my wife about it i turned the position down um i did 30 events in 2018 for bonafide and you know i was like man that's a whole lot of time away from family um but luckily my wife was super supportive and she was telling me chase your dream try to try to make this a career if if that's what you're thinking about and come about april i was like i'm done i'm stepping away 100 percent um If if people want to, I started then in Aprils when I started seeing a big swing in the motivation of the sport. I started seeing a lot of attitude, a lot of backstabbing, and it. it, I'm not saying it was at Bonafide or Wilderness Systems or Jackson or Hovey. I think it's the industry as a whole.
4: Um, Absolutely,
3: it's it's very very sad. Because I've been in, I've been paddling for nine years. Um, I've been on teams for whatever, six years or whatever. Uh, but this past year has been totally different than anything I've ever seen. And I just said, I'm, that's it, I'm done. I'm stepping away. I'm going to do what I want to do, I'm going to do it for myself. And if the companies that I'm representing want to get down and they're cool with what I'm doing, then awesome let's keep doing what we're doing I'm going to keep doing you know killer content for you photography writing articles whatever it is but no matter what I'm going to do what makes me happy for, for myself and for my family
4: mm-hmm.
3: uh, I'm not going to I'm not going to say sell out to another company again but I feel like I, I devoted so much time in <laughs> 2018 that There was no payoff in the long run. And that's fine. That's a hard lesson learned. I get it. No big deal. No hard feelings. You know, I wish everybody the best. Um, But, you know, it's time for me to do what I want to do. And I actually, I mean, I'll just be perfectly honest. I haven't been in my boat since August. And I have no problem saying that. It's, yes, it's sitting right across from me right now. My Flynn is. But... I've talked to them. I've talked to New Canoe. I've talked to Everett. And I told him, I said, look, man, this is what I'm going to do. And if you're cool with it, then fine. If not, fine. Uh, that's It doesn't matter. I want to do and focus on being in nature and just finding that peace and balance in my life. Mm-hmm. And that's why I've chosen to kind of step step back, reset, and concentrate more on trout fishing. And yeah. in 2020, that's what I'm going to do. I'm going to be probably trout fishing more than I ever have in my whole life. Mm, and nice. will I still paddle? Absolutely. I mean, I've paddled for long. I can't just throw it away. Sure. But, you know, I'm concentrating more on. So every winter I try to do something new, try to do a new technique, whether it's jig fishing or finesse fishing or, or whatever it is. So luckily I've just purchased a super nice my wife bought me a super nice fly rod i bought the reel and i'm gonna start fly fishing more yeah Uh,
0: something i want to learn
3: how to do absolutely it's so it's an art form and it's super hard but once you get the basics down you got it yeah and i've been relying on todd west for a lot of information uh, we were actually he was sending me pictures of flies he was tying last night at 1 a.m you know and i was like <laughs> i gotta get a—I gotta get advice so i can start learning how to tie and it's just a whole nother avenue mm-hmm. for me to really be passionate about and drive my energy down and there's absolutely no drama in trout fishing you mm-hmm. are either out there with two or three four guys or you're solo yeah um and then there's a lot of environmental and conservation behind, you know, trout fishing around all fishing, but I, f- I see that there's a, a big focus on clean water so that the trout are healthy um, so that the oxygen's, you know super good for them. And that's what I did today. I went to go look at new trout spots and I, I've got some goals in mind. Um, I probably I thought I was going to accomplish them this year, but with the injury, that killed all fishing. So, yeah, I'm going to try to catch a native rainbow, brook, and brown all in the same year. And then once I can do that, I hope, and this is super hard to do, I'm going to try to catch the tiger trout. Um, I just learned that they were here. But I, I'm almost certain I, I found a zone last uh, earlier this year, probably around October, that had a tiger trout in it. I sat there and messed with it and studied it for about 20 minutes. Then I approached uh, the body of water and fished it. He turned and looked two or three times. So I kind of thought he was spooked, so I backed off. And then when I looked again, I was kind of like in behind a rock in a tree watching the fish and how he was reacting to insects coming by, how the currents were changing. And I thought i swear. I almost want to swear on it, but I won't. But... <laughs> just the patterning of that tiger shot is so distinct and the color. I was like, that has to be one. And I got ready to make another throw in and granted I'm like two miles deep. My car. Yeah. And I, I hear some limbs crack and I turn around and there's an old guy walking up on me and I'm like, where did this guy come from?
0: That's mm-hmm. creepy.
3: I didn't want to give it away. He was fishing, but I didn't want to give away what I was doing or what I was doing. So I just left i left. You know, have a great day, enjoy yourself. I'm out of here, tight deal. But I'm going back, <laughs> so I hope I can get a tiger trout also. And then, one <laughs> I'm going to try to plan a big trip out west. I hope I can go to like I want to go to Bo, uh to I want to fly into Bozeman and hang out at Sims for a day or two, and then probably fish like the Lamar Valley, nice. Upper yellow. area. Yeah. Um, this is it's real affordable to fish Yellowstone. You can fish Yellowstone for like 25 bucks per a week.
2: Yeah. Nice. Yeah.
3: But it's really affordable.
2: Well, if you're looking for some more tiger trout and you want to come visit, we got some streams about two hours from my place at Hold'em. Nice. Uh huh. <laughs> <laughs> but um, no, that's cool, man. So, you know, I. I was heavy into the fly fishing right before I got into the kayak fishing, you know, and Jay knows, you know, so, uh, I'll send some, some fly patterns your way. I'll I'll send you my, uh, secret sauce, so to speak. And, uh, you'll dig it. You'll dig it. But, uh, dude, that's cool, man. I mean, you know, that's just it. The adventure, man. Like you're talking about, I think, I think that's where. You know the four of us are kind of on keel you know but um yeah I, dig that, sure. man. I, I love that you're you're trying to get all three native species in your home waters that's that's super cool man i mean what cool. what are your guys's goals for 2020 like jd you guys got anything in mind yet or
0: i do um fishing wise man you know i used to be a big catfish angler back in the day and i stopped I I love it, man. I know it's black, like black bass species definitely comes with its comp. I want to say competition, but it What's the word I'm looking for. Um, it's, they're hard to dial in sometimes challenge. They, they come at a challenge, right? It's hard to like dial them in. You got to throw different baits. They're finicky. They're not finicky. This, that, this, that, uh, big cat hunting is, is got its own set of challenges that are different. Um, maybe there's always that competition between bass fishermen and catfisherman, right? There's, if you're a cat fisherman and you know, a bass guy, there's, there's always some punches thrown back and forth. you know, not literally, but just kind of com- yeah. comical. But anyways, uh I'm going to get back to doing that, man. I miss it. I miss that big tug. I miss hunting those things down, man. I miss the big 40, 50, 60 pounders. I just, you know, I miss it. And it's kind of serene. It's fun. Um, coincident or coincidentally i never fly fish before that's one of the things i want to learn how to do and you guys talk about fly fishing i'm like i need a beginner fly setup and you know i know nothing about fly fishing to me it seems very simple you know a rod a pocket full of tie or flies is that right you guys have like a little binder full of flies and i mean there's really not an, an, an M death ton of equipment that you gotta have right or no
4: uh, yeah, <laughs> well, it's you like, like,
3: I mean, <laughs> it's <called> fortune flaws.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's, uh, I mean, you're better off learning to tie. That's first and foremost. I mean, I'm I'm no expert, but from what I've learned is, you know, there's different types of fly rods for like. So if you're going for like trout, uh, I, I would think we would all agree, like like probably a four weight. Yeah, it's like a three to four weight would be like perfect for that.
2: Yeah, I don't know what the hell a three or four weight means. Yeah. So, well, so like yeah. like a normal bass rod is like light, like medium butt. light, medium heavy, right? You know, so it, it's basically the weight of the rod is is similar to the action in the in the bass rod, so to speak.
1: Yeah. yeah. So, like for pike fishing, I have an eight. I have an eight weight.
2: That's like your heavy stick. Yeah, gotcha. and
1: it, so you can do a ten or a twelve, but that's when you're throwing like real heavy streamers,
2: right? You know, right. Right
1: like you know and i've been squeaking by with my my eight weight but um i mean to your point it's you know it 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 simplifies things in some ways um but it's also like a lot more of an intimate like experience because like it's a
0: mountain bike experience
1: well, <laughs> not that intimate but um it definitely i mean and that wasn't even slow that was probably fast yeah. but but I mean it, it slows things down like you, yeah. you you feel more engaged with your environment you know with nature um you know it's I can't really explain it it, it, it to me I really really do like fly fishing and I am no expert and trout fishing is a whole nother realm of fishing because those fish are so finicky like they have such excellent eyesight i mean these guys, like these guys have to like kneel when they cast. You know. And let me and don't even get me started on the cast. There's different types of cast. That's probably be the hardest thing you're ever gonna learn is the cast. You know, how to like lay the fly in there. Um you know, but I mean there's but it is it's worth learning and it takes an incredible amount of patience. Uh, I think that everybody could agree with that. It's not like picking up a conventional rod. No, but, right. but I think the pay like the payoff is so much greater uh, just because, I mean, I always have my fly rod in my, in in the truck too. Um, and I was actually talking to Brian about this. Like I I really neglected, I really just, I had a really rough year this year and I didn't really fish a lot. Um, but I really want to get back to what I wanted to do. Um, you know, in the beginning of the year last year or the, yeah, last year at this point is actually fly fish more for pike, you know, get, get into that realm. And then also catfish, um, you know, I've, I've got a rod that I specifically bought for big catfish that I really want to get into. You know, I'm a little ADD when I fish, I have to be moving all the time,
4: mm-hmm. you know?
1: So I know catfishing is going to kind of like really challenge that side of me. Cause you got to sit there and wait, but you know, I'm willing to do it to just chase other species, you know, it's, mm-hmm. um, you know, and I was fortunate and JD, you might want to, uh, you know, consider this in the future is go up to Idaho, man. I'm telling you right now, there's so much good fishing. Like we did some bottom bouncing with, you know, for trout. I mean, you can fly fish out there. I mean, it's pretty amazing. Um, and, and there's a lot of smaller streams and creeks to hit with a fly rod and walk in the mountains. Um, but, you know, it's, I don't know. Like, I, to me, I really do. I think as I get older, it really becomes more... Um, uh, more of a need to get closer to that. So fly fishing is probably definitely going to factor into that greatly over time, Mm. you know?
2: Well, I think with fly fishing, right. Is it's, you know, Jay's trying to touch on it. You know, it's, it's definitely a unique experience. So, you know, when you're kayak fishing, what do you prefer more? A lake or a river, a river, right? Because river is a little bit more adventure, the the scenery around you is changing uh around every bend things like that fly fishing's even even more than that right you know i mean it's the same thing but you're standing in the water you're you're trying to present your fly sometimes you're standing on the bank depending on you know where you're fishing or whatever or a kayak yeah but um You know, like, I've talked about this before on the podcast. You know, i got fly rods i built myself, flies I've tied myself. So, basically, my fly fishing setup, I didn't make my reel, and I didn't make my fly line. And then you land a nice fish on that setup, dude. It's like a self-accomplishment, right? Like, I fooled this species to bite on something that I made out of hair feathers synthetic fabrics whatever and and like jay said their eyesight is just so incredible i have flies that are like size 24 for when i go out and fish colorado you know what a size 24 fly is dude (laughs) it's like it is like a quarter of the size of your fingernail like i'm 37 years old dude and i can't even see this stuff just so you guys all know these glasses are fake so you know (laughs) say
1: say it's not so (laughs) but um
2: (laughs) dude i know jd could attest to this because he's he's using some small flies down there too man like to get a fish you know i've caught you know 24 to 28 inch trout that have hit a number 22 size fly dude and that is so minuscule, and to have a fish that big pick that out out of this huge expanse of river where the water is flowing so fast, I don't. It's hard to describe, man. You get this huge slaunch that just slams that fly, and then the the fight. You know, it's like you know, big trout on a on a fly rod. I always describe as like catching a a, a northern pike on an ultralight or. A, A big catfish on an ultralight dude it'll take you for a ride man Mm. it's it's definitely unique and yeah i i don't know man i'm getting all excited i want to go flatfish now (laughs) and and, and jay i'll I'll tell you like
1: i ended up so i started off learning a cast with this old ass shakespeare brian saw it it was pretty hard to work with and then i upgraded i actually got a cast king so shout out to cast king over that um And got one of their fly rod combos, and I'll tell you what, man, it's it, smooth. It and actually what that made, rod me, is, it made dude? me better. Yeah, <clears throat> yeah, it's like a hundred and a quarter for the combo. That's not bad, but yeah. I mean, it, it actually made me better at casting. And like, and Brian was using it, and he was saying that it was equivalent to some of the more like five hundred dollar rods. Yeah, dude, I've okay. I've
2: casted some pretty unique rods, like a a, a sage, like a five hundred dollar sage rod, dude. It, that casking rod that jay got is just as smooth dude i was blown away i like started casting and i'm like you sure this is a casting growth like you messing with me like you put some different decals on here or something like (laughs) i don't get it but like it's the same way with me so you know up here around the great lakes you know the salmon and the steelhead and the brown trout they all run up the rivers during spawn and Mm -hmm. There's a local forum, you know, like your guys have in Ohio. um, You know, you guys always reference that. But I was like reading it, like, I can go catch a salmon in the river right now. I don't have to take my boat like, you know, 10 miles offshore. And then I seen guys were catching them on fly rods. I'm like, come on, no way. So I go to, I think it was Dick's Sporting Goods. I bought a $40 fly rod. Now this was dumb luck. Go up to the Root River in Racine, Wisconsin. I land a seventeen pound King salmon on a forty dollar fly rod. That fish stripped yeah. stripped the gears out of that reel. Like I had no drag after that. Like running up and down the banks fighting this fish trying to get it in, dude. I was hooked. I was hooked. It was all downhill from there. You know, take my money. <laughs> you yep. know, like, you know, so and then you know, and that's the thing too. Like a lot of people, when they think of fly fishing, they think, "Oh, you got to fish for trout or salmon or something like that, dude." You know, like Jay said, pike, bass. I know, JD, you fish for like brim and stuff in your backyard, right? On on a little popper yeah. or something on the fly rod, yeah, sure. dude. I mean, that's I've I, on my home like I've gone out yeah, and caught yeah, crappie. Yeah. yeah, go ahead, man. Go ahead.
3: Oh, I was just saying it's it's so much fun to to fish for brim because they're hitting on the top with yeah. the popper. you just lay it out there if you see brim beds, yeah. It's yeah. like you know shooting fish in a barrel, so to speak that's good. go after the big boys you, know? yeah. you start catching those two pound three pound brim on the fly. you got something
0: in. yeah I'm actually doing I was just looking it up I'm doing a seminar at the end of february for the buckeye united fly fishing association so they do a show every year um and the the seminar is an intro to kayak fishing so that's you know obviously that's where i feel like i'm an expert at i could give a lot of insight on that uh, so all this information that i get from now until then Hopefully I'll be able to apply it and pick some stuff up there because if you're in the Cincinnati area, if you're in the tri-state, Ohio, Indiana, Kentucky, West Virginia, Pennsylvania, this is the show you want to be at if you're a fly fisherman because it's everybody in fly fishing who's who is there, right? Um, and all the fly rods and all the fly gear. So my hopes is to learn as much as I can from now until then. That way when it comes to purchase
1: something, I'll know what to buy. Yeah, but be careful, man, because those rods are can be insanely priced. Oh yeah, I mean, insanely.
2: I got a story on that. So, yeah, yes. So, so uh, a good friend of my dad's, he owns a a whole chain of pizza restaurants out here in the Chicago area, and uh, he goes to his buddy that that's a big fly fisherman. He's like, "Hey, I want to get my kid a new new spay rod, which is a, a a certain form of of fly fishing, fly casting." He's like, "Yeah, just get him, you know, something kind of middle in the road, you know. I'll I'll pay cash, just let me know how it is or how much it is." Dude comes hmm. back and he's like, "You owe me 1200 bucks." And he's like, "What? For a fishing rod?" And he was like, "Yeah. Yeah, 1200 bucks, dude. You said middle of the road." <laughs> yeah, <laughs> for Holy this crap. spay rod, you know, yeah. which was a little higher end than it needed to be, but, you know, that's the thing. But, you know, like Jay said, man, you know, he got that Cast King rod it, it goes back to that thing right where you know people are like oh you can't fish out of a pelican boat you got to get a jackson or a hobie or something like that mm-hmm. it's the same thing with fly rods dude and and yeah. and even traditional tackle so what you're not throwing a saint croix and you're throwing a you mm-hmm. know an eagle claw rod it it's the same difference dude it's as long as it's getting you out there and getting you started like that's how I always described it. I got a good friend of mine that lives down by Jay and we're actually supposed to go out Sunday fly fishing. Jay hit me up.
1: Yeah. What the, I was like, <laughs> thanks for telling me. I forgot all about it
2: when we talked earlier, but we're going to go up to the Tribs, you know, and, and when I had to like convince my buddy Eric to, to invest some money in, in a flat rod, I was like, dude, trust mm-hmm. me, you're going to love this. And you know, he found a cheap little rod for hundred and fifty bucks, a reel for eighty bucks, went out, tried it out. He's like, I love this. Now the kids got six fly rods, you know? It's like it's the same thing, right? When you got into bass fishing, you started with a, a rod and a hook and a worm and whatever, yeah. and then next Ugly thing you know stick. you're buying yeah, <laughs> baits and you know, things like that. So I mean, dude, don't don't feel like you got to go out. And, and I think that's the big misconception with fly fishing is uh, a lot of folks, you know, for a long time thought, oh, you need a lot of money to invest in fly fishing gear. Not the case anymore. Maybe 80 years ago when you had to go out and buy a bamboo rod that was handmade by, you know, such and such rod maker and stuff not the case anymore dude there are so many options out there like anything in the fishing world where you can get into it for a small investment like i said that that rod reel combo right now if i was going to recommend one entry level mm-hmm. fly fishing rod reel combo it'd be that thing by casking that jay's got dude I'm
1: yeah and, and and I'll and i'll follow up with like i actually plan to get the four weight um of that same that same rod mm-hmm. and my and so the way i did research is i knew shane i know shane cooper who's on the Cass King team and um he was fishing for redfish all the time and he was you know always catching them, like talking about these rods you know so i knew they were you know they would um you know catch fish and i knew they were tough because i know how shane fishes too um he who's usually you know some muddy areas he's in like weird areas all the time mm-hmm. so he's putting it through its paces i'm watching this and then I went as far as to go to the Cast King site. And then I find out that the owner of Cast King, he, that, that's his background, is from fly fishing. And then oh, they, and then there's a whole video on him talking about it and how he's fishing with it. um And then that was kind of like, that's pretty much what pushed me up, like the rest of the way to go ahead and buy it. um So I went ahead and did that. And then, again, I like it so much that I know, and I've talked to Brian, I've just been putting it off. Um, I want to get something for more like, you know, for more trout and bass. Um, So then I kind of want to get like a multi, like a four or five weight. That's kind of where I'm at. Uh, I want to get something that can do trout, but I also want to get something that could like fish for smallies and largemouth too. Mm
4: -hmm.
1: You know, but I'm telling you, man, it's totally worth it. It's easy to set up. Um, You know, like when you buy a line for those things, you just match up the line to the uh, type of rod you got. So if you got an eight weight, you're going to buy eight weight line. You know, it's that simple. Um, You know, and your leaders can change up depending on how you're fishing. Trout fishing is a little different. They're a lot more meticulous. But, you know, you just learn from everybody else. But I'm telling you right now, if you get that, if you get something like the casting, again, the reel is not the greatest, but it'll work. Um, You know, not to downplay it. It's just I think they spent more time. I think you're really buying the rod rather than the reel. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. But you can always upgrade any of that stuff, you know, and you're going to be happy you know, with everything you get, because it's going to work.
0: But for, for a dude that's never done it before, it sounds perfect. I'm oh, yeah. Probably look yeah. it up here. Well, it,
1: it, yeah. And you know that I, like, I'm a, a big proponent of, like, the working man's, uh, you know, type uh, of uh, equipment. Like, I don't usually spend over 100 bucks on a rod. I try not to anyway. You know, although I do have a couple $200 ones, but that's, you know, very specific type rods. But, you know, I'm always trying to, like, not have to spend all that crazy money and still enjoy it. Yeah. You know, and right. I, mean, I still catch fish with my carbon lights. You know, my Bass Pro carbon lights, they work great. You know, right. my Ver- my Veritas rods work great. Yeah. No complaints, you know.
0: Do you know of what course. rod I catch the most fish? Out? I have $600 worth of broken rods down in my office right now. $600 worth. Do you know what I catch the most fish off of? A $49 Pfluger Treon reel and rod. 49 bucks at Bass Pro. I've caught so many fish, and I got probably two grand worth of bass rods down there, you know, because that's, hey man if you want to get in the game if you want to be a competitor if you want to monkey 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 you got to have all this expensive crap yeah. you know what i mean yeah,
4: yeah. and here yeah. I, i'm
0: busting i'm busting hybrids that are you know five yeah. six seven pounds on a 49 ride
2: right slaying right. Them, bro
0: you know so
2: well that's just the point of that man you know it's like you don't have to invest a ton so no. yeah But i'm telling um, you man get get that and you'll be
1: fine yeah
0: if you're a rod manufacturer and you want to know how good your gear is, send it to me. If there's a way to break <laughs> it on the water, I will break it. I promise you that. Because this is what I, you know, it's, this is now, a few rods that I broke last year legitimately were just bad blanks, right? They yeah. they were just, you know, I just got a raw deal on that. They were replaced. I got them brand new in plastic downstairs. They were, turn around, done that. So, But the other rods, it's my fault. And I haven't submitted any more T claims because – I have this little temper problem when I get shit hung up, right? <laughs> yep. And so what I start doing I I'll pop it, pop it, pop it. got pop,
4: pop, pop. And it snaps. Snap. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> so it's like... like
0: stupid cheap rod. I'm like, all right, it's my fault. But
1: it looks like you need some fly fishing in your life, too. Yeah. <laughs> you,
0: know I, it, you know what I could rip the hell out of? And pop it and drag and rip it and throw and get mad, my forty nine dollar rod and it still works. Yep. Yep. So
2: Yeah. I dig <laughs> whatever, it. Whatever, man. man. Yep. Well I dig it, man. You guys got some killer goals for twenty twenty. I'm excited to see back. what you guys do.
0: I wanna get some catfishermen on the podcast, man, and I'm gonna you know I was telling Brian before the show I invested in I invested heavily in some media gear this year and we're gonna step up the media game and I wanna do some some media stuff i know look at that beautiful camera right there i know so i want to have some cat guys on here we have a lot of bass guys um not no catfish and and the catfish community needs some love too man and i feel like i'm in a position to bring them some spotlight you know
2: well i think that's just it and you know i know jay has touched on this many times is you know you start getting involved in bass tournaments like i did last year and i was just so focused on bass when you know, I wanted to chase some other species, you know, but it's like you feel like if you're going chasing another species, you're going to lose your game when it comes to bass yeah. fishing, right? Yeah. So, you know, that's that's one of the things for me, dude, for 2020. So I guess I'll, you know, go into it. Like, I, I got some species of fish I want to chase. I want to, I want to get back into fly fishing, dude. There's some small stream trout fishing here just over the border in Wisconsin that I would love to take Jay to because I know he would love it and uh you know same thing with jd for some tiger trap but uh you know uh rickett's will bring you along i guess but you know yeah. <laughs> yeah. we can hide we can hide <laughs> him not. in the trunk
4: <laughs> i can't wait too deep
1: <laughs> consider it none of us have cars we're all yeah. truck guys
2: <laughs> but um you know that's just it dude but you know my thing is dude i love creating content dude like the the media side of things it's funny who I was talking to uh, last night I went to my brother's house and my sister in law is like my nephew he's about to turn five years old loves fishing dude. so I'm showing him I showed him the the season three trailer you know that that I put together for the podcast here I was showing him some old fishing videos and he was all excited and you know my sister in law is like this is on YouTube you do YouTube and I'm like I've been doing YouTube since, like, 2010, you know, back when I used to deer hunt and stuff like that, you know. And uh, I'm not going to drop where you can go see those old videos because it will be embarrassing. But, um, you know, I I used to do some fly fly fishing videos, you know, um, up there in in southwest Wisconsin, dude. And um, I just want to – I'm getting more into the photography thing. I used to do it a ton in high school – photography class was a good excuse for me to like sneak out of school and go smoke cigarettes don't do that kids but uh you know that was back in the day you know just stay away from that but really enjoy photography dude and I'm, I'm really trying to up my game and um you know I know we all talked about it you know I took some some photos when I got the new camera of the paddle and fin rod sleeves and stuff like that dude so you know, my goal for 2020 is to focus on media, get back to my roots, do some more adventuring, and just just be real with myself. You know, I am yeah. gonna fish some tournaments. Like I said, gonna mm-hmm. be I a think lot of a lot of local stuff. Yeah. Actually, I'm I'm looking forward to coming out to Ohio, Rick, It's and fishing yeah. that Cowan Lake event. Yeah, so yeah. it's gonna be a fun one. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, I, feel, I
1: feel like I, I feel got like I, I feel like feel. I know that lake.
2: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Josh, Josh doesn't want to <laughs> fish it with me he knows you know, i'll nah, pull I will. You got J- down, well josh is afraid of that lake with me on it because that's where i, know, I pulled that man. bass out from underneath it's his boat after ever, he couldn't bro. he couldn't catch a fish <laughs> all day dude and i just hey jay watch this pitch my jig he yep. splashes right next to his boat getting his elbow wet and i'm like watch this two twitches of that jig dude and sure enough hooked up with a bass and jays or uh, josh is just i'm done i'm done done (laughs) (laughs) but you know it was a good
0: time dude it was a lot of good times that's what i want i want more of that
2: yeah dude um
0: yeah more of that adventure that friendship stuff yeah so
2: well we uh i was hoping to have some kind of schedule out but uh we're gonna work on this month just putting a schedule together for paddle and fin meetups dude i I really enjoyed those last year um just meeting up with folks in different parts of the country and I mean, I guess we only did, what, two or three last year, but... Yeah, I mean, but your still... schedule is nuts, you know? Yeah, well, yeah. not it's... this year, so... But, uh, yeah, I mean, we got some exciting things, like, on the Paddle and Fin podcast front, you know, that we're working on. Um, I don't want to spill those beans yet, but, uh, you know, you guys will be the first to know for sure, the listeners. And, uh, yeah, man, I'm, I'm excited about 2020 you know um i will say this is a year ago today our podcast had i think it was 2830 listens total a year ago okay today today right now over 59,300 oh, good lord wow.
4: wow
0: that's crazy huh
2: a year Dude, ago like, famous Ish. A year ago, twenty eight hundred something, fifty nine thousand three hundred. New Year's Day. And
0: we are not stopping. It's yeah. getting serious it? now. You know, yeah. I made a huge investment. Brian's made some investments. Jay's made an investment. I mean, we are coming strong in twenty twenty. Yeah. Uh, we want to be number one. We're not going to stop till we get to be number one. <laughs> <And> that's it. <laughs> Get like,
2: them well, f- out of our we're way. Taking it, taking it by store. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, you know that's the thing. You know, we had a conversation. Uh, I, I forget what it was, man. You know, we really set the bar for for our community here, kayak fishing, and I think fishing in general. Nobody in the podcast world is producing the amount of content we are. Mm-hmm. You know, from I think it was the beginning of July till Christmas Day. 113 episodes.
1: Yeah. To be fair, we have a small army. Yeah, we do. (laughs) And that's the thing, you know,
2: like me and Ricketts were texting back and forth, and I'm like, this doesn't happen just because of me or Jay or Ricketts. It's we have such a great group of guys and gal. Shout out Susie. Mm Yeah. You know that that make this thing work. So uh, it's a joint
0: effort, man. It's a group effort, and we love appreciate everybody's stuff. Absolutely. And I think. I think one reason we're successful too is that yeah, all of our listeners can, can like, they all resonate with us, you know, sure. with each individual host and we're not just, you know, we're not that monkey. We're not doing monkey see monkey do and, and doing the, you know, yeah. what the sponsors want us to do. And we don't, we don't really have any sponsors that make us follow restrictions. You <laughs> no. know what I mean? Like Absolutely. we're very open. We're free to do whatever the hell we want to do. We're in nobody's pocket and we're just like, we're a podcast for the everyday fisherman,
2: man. sure
3: and, and i well, think it's why it works
2: and to take that a step <laughs> further what's that jd
3: it's relatable yeah like on three yeah. levels it's so relatable absolutely man that's what's really big, making it spread out
2: yeah by storm well and that's just it man like you know we always get the comment like i can't keep up with you guys you produce so much content and i'm like well that's the beauty of podcasts and stuff. You can always go back and listen. Yeah, you know that's the thing. We we haven't put out a podcast in two weeks, and numbers are still going up. You know because people are going back, catching up, things like that. You know, yeah. And and you know, like we've had many times uh, between the hosts. It's not about the numbers, man. You know, it's about yeah. helping people out there figure things out and and being relatable and and stuff like that. But I think the one key thing too is we got to thank our guests. You know, they're oh what help God, make yeah. the show. We love those people. You know, yeah.
1: I can't think of any which one. Oh, JD. Hey, thanks, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
0: No, I mean, how I mean... many podcasts can you go on and you know listen to stories about getting raped by a mountain bike?
1: <laughs> Not very many, guys. And to keep mentioning it, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know. He might like.
2: I've we're lost all control. I've lost yeah, all de- control. You
1: know what? We're we're definitely going to have to put like, you know, tell YouTube this is not for kids.
4: <laughs> <laughs> like this
1: is definitely one of those times where we have to hit that button. Yeah. Oh, it's all right,
2: man. But, Mix it up a little bit. I <laughs> mean, that's the thing, dude. You know, it's like uh when we put out the trailer, you know, I'm going through the list of guests we had at this last year and and then i submit the post and i'm like man i forgot about so and so and so and so i mean so many just you know really good people big names and 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 good influencers for our community for sure so yeah. but uh jd's our first three timer i think All right. yeah, yeah, i think yeah 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 third time on the pod we'll send you a bigger shirt <laughs> <laughs>
4: <laughs> <laughs> Dude, that's a
0: killer tat you got, though, bro. I'm, not, I'm liking your tattoo, man. Oh, uh, thank you. I've been then... wanting to get sleeved out myself. I've, I've got about five tattoos, but I've been wanting to try to get sleeved out. I might be a little motivation. would you do if I get brian and jay's picture on my forearm or something like that
1: <laughs> please
4: not close to yeah, your yeah. get a brian and jay tramp stamp. yeah yeah please don't do that
0: <laughs> <laughs> who's that, that was- Stevo. has got a picture on his back yeah i'll pull my shirt off his whole back is a portrait
2: of him. himself
1: <laughs> yeah yeah
2: He's oh, also man. your name out of his butt. Yeah.
0: <laughs> well, we haven't ripped on you for the Bonafide Tramp stamp in a long time, man. You just Jackson tramp stamp now.
2: It's it's not a bonafide Tramp stamp, bro. No. It's, it's a good it, saying to live by. It is, yeah, absolutely. That is it the is. only reason why I got that. I dig it. I totally dig it. Live the story you want to tell. I mean, <clears throat> that just goes back to what we're talking about, man. So. Yeah. Absolutely, it does. Well, I think we're winding down here, boys. Uh, J.D., we'll give you the floor, man. Any last words, words of encouragement? Uh, you want to talk about one last punch at Ricketts for his mountain bike accident or anything like that? Yeah. The floor's yours, my man. Let me have
3: it. Uh, man, I man. Again, I appreciate the opportunity. I, I, I really enjoy being on here with you guys. I mean, it's just so it's like a bunch of us. Buddy's just sitting around hanging out, yeah, you know, shooting right. the breeze. And I think that's what makes this podcast stand out from every other one that's out there. It's,
4: he it's
2: froze up.
3: When your family, you know, get out in nature and just, you know, just enjoy being positive. Life's way too short. Um, so why, why get caught up in the BS and the drama and being fake? um too many people are concentrated on who they can buddy up to or whatever Uh, i can't get down so
1: you
2: know do do your thing what's so low for you agreed absolutely man absolutely well boys any final words thoughts
1: (sighs) just be good to everybody everybody (laughs) (laughs) <laughs>
4: <You
1: know? Wow. laughs> that's right hug yourself hug a friend get you know don't be afraid and you know don't be afraid to reach out to us of course you yeah. know uh, we may not have all the answers but we got some of them
4: yeah yeah
1: uh, and we know who we can go to if we do need them yeah absolutely um, and, and everybody that we've had contact with is very engaging so you know for those of you who don't think you're getting the answers where you want them just you know hit us up yeah and uh you know We'll do it on the podcast, maybe make a video, something. We'll, we'll get to you in one way or the other.
2: Yeah, absolutely. Always feel free to reach out on our social medias, email us if you don't want it out on the ether, private message us, whatever, man. Um, no question is a bad question. So just want to throw that out there. And absolutely, man. I know, like I said, dude, JD, I uh, reached out to him responded and and, you know we've built a really good friendship i feel off that and uh yeah you never know dude you never know what could happen just by sending a message to to get some information and help your time on the water or life whatever it may be out you know so um yeah so with that being said guys and gals uh we look forward to uh New and exciting year with you all, and and growing, growing the podcast a little bit more, growing our listener family and things like that. So JD, thanks again, man, for uh, taking some time Thank out you, to chat, brother. Absolutely, appreciate and, it. Yeah, absolutely, man. And uh, we'll catch you guys on the next one. Till next time. Tight lines, smooth paddling. Peace. Go check out the website, guys, Paddle, the letter N in Finn.com. Also, check out YouTube, YouTube.com forward slash Paddle and Fin. If you got a question, comment, want to hear from a future guest, feel free to email us at paddle, the letter N, and fin at gmail.com. Don't forget to follow us on social media. We're doing giveaways, announcements, things like that at Facebook and Instagram at paddle and fin. Shout out to our show supporters Rocktown Adventures, Loveland Canoe and Kayak, Hammered Lures, Fish Mob Lures, TRC Covers, Catch Products.